You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, let's get into our QB1 segment. Dan, Justin Fields did not have a day that he wanted to have on the ground. Certainly, he came in with 1,000 yards. He added 11 to that, so now he's still 196 away from breaking Lamar Jackson's single-season rushing record for quarterbacks. Not his day. In terms of a defining moment, though, what was Justin Fields' defining moment in your mind? Well, this is for Justin Fields and the entire offense. It's the fourth quarter. It's early on in the fourth quarter. It's uh, 21 to 10, and you have just had a first down inside the red zone overturned on replay review to give the Bills the ball. Two plays later, Josh Allen gives you the ball back with an awful throw to James Cook over the middle that Nick Morrow intercepts and gives you possession inside the red zone at the 18-yard line. This is when we talk about game-deciding execution. This is what Matt Eberflus is asking for it's 21 to 10 a good team a team that's building a team that is on its way to something puts that ball in the end zone makes it 21 to 17 and puts all the pressure on the buffalo bills to respond the bears four plays one yard field goal drive Cairo Santos kicks it. It starts with a swing pass to Khalil Herbert that goes for a loss of two. David Montgomery gets stuffed for no gain. And on third and long, Justin Fields drops back, doesn't see what he likes, gets outside the pocket, and there's four Bills that have him hemmed in. He scrambles. It's a tuck and run. He only gets three yards, and they have to kick a field goal. And so it's just that 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 inability to seize the moment. Again, you mentioned it earlier. They only got three points off of those three takeaways. They also didn't score, or, uh, or maybe they settled for a field goal. There was a, a possession in the first half when they got the ball at the Bills 38 after a good defensive uh, a sequence and, and a, a punt return from Dante Pettis and couldn't squeeze much out of it. The last two weeks, six takeaways by the defense. It's what you beg for as an offense building, and the Bears have only gotten 10 points out of it. Not going to get it done. Troubling, bothersome, whatever word you want to attach to it. I don't think there was maybe one defining moment. I think there were a lot of nondescript moments that contributed to a very meh day. And it was unsatisfying for people looking for Justin Fields to provide that electricity that he typically does provide. That's not through uh, always up to him. There's so many other factors that conspire to whether or not he has one of those moments or one of those games. So to me, almost the defining moment was one that represented just how difficult the challenge was with the elements and just how out of sync this offense looked at times to me. So I'm going to choose one where I don't even know that Justin Fields had much to do with it, but it was Sam Mustafer's shotgun snap that was awry and off course knocked off course by the wind i'm told by patrick manley who justified this post game when we were talking about it i said patrick who knows a little bit something about long snapping (laughs) and the weather conditions so patrick could it possibly be the case where a shotgun snack was knocked off course by the wind yes absolutely true yeah so 
that was almost a defining moment because it showed just how challenging everything was, how out of sync the offense was, and that was a lost play and a lost day in a lost season. David, you know how Patrick knows that because in that infamous win game against the 49ers, he missed the snap. Uh, And I believe it's the only missed snap in his entire career. Most games played by any bear in history. And he still beats himself up over that one missed snap in wind conditions that were taking kicks and blowing him on the Lakeshore drive. And so that is the, uh, the, the true sign of a perfectionist. I've always loved talking to Patrick about that given sequence, just because of how hard he is on himself and how unforgiving he is with himself in, in a moment where you're like, okay, like that's why you did play more games than any bear in history history because you held yourself to a standard that was that elevated so that's interesting to, to, to hear that he had that to offer after the game i'm sure that he did not bring that up because he had repressed the memory you have just now reopened so i'm sure he thanks you very much for that yeah <laughs> yeah that that day was a little bit warmer i think it, it was the niners that <laughs> might have been a halloween or october ish day all right on the bright side for justin fields so it's the it's the longest pass of the day without question to me and it's in in that in those conditions the bears come out in a a unique personnel grouping that they've got three tight ends and Bayless Jones is the only receiver on the field. And it's essentially a play action shot play to give Bayless Jones the opportunity to show that he's fast and can catch a football, right? That's one of the reasons you drafted him. And so they design this play for him. They turn him loose and he, and he, and he beats the defense. He's got two defensive backs. He's got a corner that he beats inside. And then he, he, he gets to the ball in front of a retreating DB and Justin Fields puts on a, a throw through the wind, whistling through the the winter air and and, and Vales Jones makes a sliding catch it goes for 44 yards and it's a big moment for a quarterback who's trying to to continue to come along in that regard and a bigger moment for a young receiver who has just been under an avalanche of struggle for months and him being able to make that play was not it's not a breakthrough it's not it doesn't make up for all the mistakes he's made previously but it's a a bit of feel-good energy the bad part of it david is that was 44 of the bears 88 yards in the second half half of it came on that play and that's all they had to to offer but when you look at the way that ball was thrown and then the way that they just schemed up a play for a guy who's fast and justin said after the game i'm glad valus had a chance to, to finally show his speed show us more of that yeah, because I don't know that there was, were many uh, plays like that that are sort of uh, defining moments or bright spots because there was only 209 yards of offense. So yeah. you look at how limited the production was, it's pretty easy to find uh, a play that was on the bright side like that. The only question I have about that, and it was a nice play, Bayless Jones adjusted to the pass. I felt like he came down sure-handedly with the reception. Did Justin Fields mean to throw it that way? Was it like a golfer playing a drive (laughs) and he was playing the wind and he knew if he threw it left, it would veer right. And how did he play that? Or was that accidental or on purpose? But the bottom line is, as they say, it looks like a line drive in the box score because it was a 44-yard gain. And let's face it, nobody needed that one more than Valus Jones because I was asked this morning, a caller on on the Mullen Haw Show, do you trust Valus Jones now? 
I don't know if I'm there yet, but no. it did take a step in that direction. Yeah, no, it's it, like I say, it doesn't make up for everything. Right. Um, but you know, you want to see positive moments rather than negative moments. It was there. Justin was asked post game if he felt like he had control over that pass because of the conditions you mentioned, and he was just deadpan said, "I had control." You know, that, like that never a doubt. And then he joked that before the play, he threw grass up in the air and was t- testing the win. He said that he was just kidding about that, but obviously he he knew enough to put the ball where his receiver could get it and they were able to connect on that play i believe uh i have to double check this because i'm still working on my qb rewind for chicago tribune.com but i think that was the 15th justin fields completion this year for at least 30 yards so that that's signs of uh, of an offense that can hit those big plays i wish they would have gone downfield more i know the conditions were bad but i was i was screaming to myself or and going on social media, like, throw the ball down the field, Luke Getzey. I don't know why they got so conservative. I don't know that they were uh, – something was taken away from them. But I, I would have liked to seen them try more shots down the field. Yeah, well, like I say, this Sunday will be indoors. And there will be no excuse right. about conditions. And we'll see what their game plan looks like and what their receiving core looks like, whether Chase Claypool will be back. And we'll see if they're able to, to get a few more of those deep shots. What was your uh-oh moment? Well, my own moment is just the combination of the lack of splash plays that we saw from Justin Fields as a runner. When you're talking about a a quarterback who has just taken over the highlight reels week after week after week with his running ability, and he gets out of the first play of the game, David, and he he turns it into a seven-yard scramble and slide, and then for the rest of the day, he's got two scrambles for four yards and three designed quarterback runs that netted zero yards. Okay, and so that it's a, again, it's it's not like warning bells. It's not like freak out time, but it's an indicator that if you're an opposing defense and you can take away Justin Fields, the runner, your chances of winning go up exponentially. And the Bears are going to have to respond to that. They're going to have to find their counterpunch. They're going to have to find their answer because we saw it. Sean McDermott, again, said it was a great display of disciplined football by his defense of understanding exactly what their assignments were and their responsibilities were in keeping Justin Fields, the runner, from beating them. And they succeeded. And, and uh, again, you know, you just talked about the, the lack of downfield passing attempts and the weather and all those things. But, man, the Bills really put forth an effort that tells you <laughs> you, you can quit quickly diffuse that that uh, that explosive uh, playmaking ability if you just concentrate on one thing. Yeah, my oh moment came on his final pass of the day when he got his foot stepped on and created this uh, citywide panic over how <laughs> healthy he can stay in the final two games. And I just sensed that when you saw him not return and Nathan Peterman came in to mop up and, and look pretty good in doing so that, uh-oh, here we go again. We're going to have this conversation for the final two games. Should they? Should he play? Should he not play? I think you get better at playing football by playing football. And I'm with Matt Eberflus, and I understand why he wants to lean into the improvement that can take place over the final two games for a quarterback that needs to show more in the passing game. Despite all of the other things that we can celebrate, that remains an area where he can get better at. And you get better at doing that by doing that. So there could be moments that await him. And so when he got stepped on, when he looked gingerly and you saw after the game, what was to come of that? I thought to myself, "Uh uh-oh, here we go again. So that was my uh uh-oh moment. How about your key number? So it's an extension of what I talked about just a minute ago. It's 80. It's more than 100 yards below the season per game average that the Bears had in rushing yards. They rushed for only 80 yards. We had the seven rushes for 11 
yards by Justin Fields. That included that that errant snap by Sam Mustafer that ended up being a negative two-yard rush for Justin Fields on the stat sheet. David Montgomery went 16 carries for 62 yards. Okay day, but really after the, the big 28-yard run in the first quarter, he was bottled up. And Khalil Herbert in his return from a hip injury, six carries for seven yards. They got dominated up front by the Buffalo Bills, and they never really established a run the way they've been establishing the run. And once again, once you take away a team's strength, now – you know, now they're they're on their way to 209 total yards for the day, which, by the way, was their second lowest output of the season, trailing or, or ahead of only the monsoon game output against the 49ers in week one. My key number was 119. That was the number of passing yards Justin Fields had. And you don't want to get caught up on, you know, explaining why and we can make excuses and there are valid explanations. But still, 119, this is a, a an offense that we felt like, had begun to turn a corner. And this was an offense that, dare I say, for a four-game stretch, which seemed like a very long time ago, was described as explosive. So when I see 119 yards passing, I think that that's not good enough regardless of the opponent. 119 yards passing is a good half for quarterbacks as elite as Justin Fields wants to be and can be one day, one day. So if you are accepting of the 119 yards passing, your standards aren't high enough. So I just think that when you look at the key number that comes away, you look at them all, passer rating, the completions and all this and that, even though it was a very cold day, historically bad at Soldier Field, 119 passing yards is not something you can feel good about. Baker Mayfield, 185 yards before halftime in his Christmas Day blowout of the Denver Broncos. The Bears now have been below 150 net passing yards 10 times in 15 games. Raise the bar. Raise the bar.